the other day we found out that the chief marketing officer of Principal Financial Group, her name's Beth, she's a lifelong fan of our show. And she made a really good point. A lot of us think financial planning's intimidating, but it just takes a few steps. It's not hard at all. So we thought, let's try it out. We're all going to talk about what we learn. With Principal, it all starts with a conversation. Sponsored by member companies of Principal Financial Group, Des Moines, Iowa. Principal National Life Insurance Co. Principal Life Insurance Co. Securities offered by Principal Securities, Inc. Member SIPC. This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you... Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, tonight's the night. Woo! Danielle and Gandhi were live backstage at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. We'll have the pre-show starting at 10 o'clock East Coast time. That's tonight. Please don't be late. Please be dressed. Yes. No guarantees. (laughs) Last year, what happened? People showed up, and I think I had like... Half my underwear on. It wasn't good. How do you do that? I was running up. Like one leg in, one leg out? The top part and the bottom part wasn't on. That's right. What a show. Well, (laughs) it added to the fun. So uh, be dressed for camera because we're also going to be on CWTV.com and the CW app. That's tonight, the iHeartRadio Music Festival. And tomorrow night, too, all the superstars. And we're bringing them to you. Oh, you know what? What stage in life makes you feel you've become an adult? Right. I proclaimed I'm not an adult. I don't think I'll ever feel like an adult. Yeah. What is it in life that makes you feel like you are now officially an adult? I'm still not there. See, I'm not either. I don't think I'll ever be one. <laughs> I think that's why I'm overwhelmed by all my responsibility. <laughs> so I'm like, me? I can't do all this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Nikki, how are you doing? Hi, yes. Oh, my gosh, Elvis. I'm so excited to be on the phone with you right now. I cannot believe that. No, no, no. (laughs) All the excitement is ours. Now, what is it in life that makes you feel like you're officially an adult? I am currently on my way to jury duty. Okay, so that's like, okay, that's something adults do. So you feel like you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean... That's they're gonna call you, and I'm I'm hopefully you know gonna be qualified, and they're gonna pick me. I'm like so excited. Most people don't get excited to be picked for jury duty, but I'm like, please pick me. I'm ready. I want to go. So okay, yeah, wow. I think I feel like that's gonna be my adult status, like getting picked for the first time to be on a jury. All right. Well, good. For, I can't believe how many people really do get excited about it. Well, I know it's it's, I, it's your duty, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I feel like, hey, cool, this is like status, you know, I finally get to do something and give back to the community and oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm on the phone with you guys right now. This is so exciting. I listen to you guys every morning. So well, thank you. You know, we, we, we should play like a trumpet or something that, that officially declares you an adult. Yay, what that would have? be wonderful. All right, well, uh good luck with your jury duty. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening. Oh. It's nice nice yeah, know that we have adults listening. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, you are now officially an adult. (laughs) Welcome to the world of adulthood. Hello, Julia. Yeah, hi. Well, are you an adult? Well, almost. We are in the process of building our first house. I've never owned. We've been married for six years, have four kids, and I still don't feel like an adult. It's the house. And maybe it's the amount of money that I'm going into debt that makes yeah. me feel like a real adult. But it's You're not an adult. Yeah. taking care of lives. Daniel, we have another adult. We have another adult. Congratulations. Buying a house. Being in debt. Mm. You're an adult. Hello, Alex. Yes. You're an adult. How do you know? I feel as though I am. How do you know well, you're an adult? How do you know you're an adult, an adult Alex? 
the day that you give up something for your children, whether it be food, your last couple dollars, uh, the, anything for the well-being of a child. Even your jacket I, when you're sitting in the movie theater and you're freezing and your child, is, and your child is cold and you're like, oh. Yeah. You got to give him your jacket. Oh, I just tell him to move seats. He's sitting under the air conditioning. No, no froggy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. There you go. I'm, so wait, you, I'm not an adult. So <laughs> you're saying you're an adult when you sacrifice for your kid. I have and I will always. There you go. Aww. So let me tell you, if you're if you're young and you're listening to our show, yeah. your parent just became an adult because they're doing stuff for you. Yeah. I like that. Nice. All right, Alex. Thank you very much. Uh, hello, Liz. Oh, hi. Well, hello. Um, How do you know you're an adult? Uh, well, I just started working um, for the company that I've been working for for about four years. I just got promoted to a manager position. I'm oh, running the, my own building. I've got three kids, all under the age of five. Look at that. Um, bought a house. So you're responsible for wow. other people. You're yeah. an adult. These are all reasons why I don't want to be an adult. I don't want to be responsible <laughs> for people, Liz. I don't want to own the bank. I don't want to own a house. I don't want to give up things for kids. I don't even have kids. I have a schnauzer. He gives up nothing for that schnauzer. No, no, no. <laughs> I give up space on the bed. That's, That's about it. it. All right. Well, welcome to adulthood and enjoy managing your own muse- uh, your own building. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. That is major. Yeah. Uh, Web girl Kathleen just rushed this in. How do you know when you're an adult? On Facebook, Shannon says when you ask for the music to be turned down. Oh, no. That's when you're old. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cindy uh, says when you eat ice cream for dinner and go to bed by eight thirty. Uh, on Instagram, Chrissy2010 says, when I get excited about buying a new vacuum. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, when those things start exciting you, yeah. <laughs> they do. And I got re- to gotta say, I'm, re- I'm relating with Gemma44 on Instagram. I feel like I'm an, an adult when a hangover lasts for three days. Yes. But you can't hold your liquor like you used to. No. <laughs> oh, this just in from oh, Web Girl Kathleen. More from Web Girl Kathleen. Jenny Hatch Douglas, when you pick up the ice cube instead of kicking it under the refrigerator. <laughs> Well, guess what? I still don't do that. <laughs> You're an adult. Stupid or weak? How stupid or weak? This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, Danielle, I think we should hang out more after work. Yeah, I think we should. Okay, what about tonight? Uh, I'm a little busy. Okay, tomorrow. Honestly, 21 Days of Beauty is back at Ulta Beauty, so I'm pretty much booked until September 22nd. Okay, wait a minute. I thought you've been looking a little extra fierce lately. You know what they say. You look good, you feel good. And with beauty steals of 50% off brands like Tarte, Anastasia, and more, I'm going to be doing a whole lot of feeling good. 50% off of Tarte and Anastasia? Okay, that's a good enough reason to blow me off. It's, It's fine. I get it. Exactly. So it's not like I'm trying to avoid you. I mean... We are stuck in this tiny room for hours every day. I just got a strike while the 21 Days of Beauty steals iron is hot. I get it. I get it. And it's good to know you're avoiding me for beauty products and not something I said. Could It could have gone either way. Exactly. 21 <laughs> Days of Beauty ends September 22nd. That's 21 chances to explore all of your beautiful possibilities. So cancel all your other plans and hurry in. Only at Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. All you want to do is talk, talk. Hello, lady. Duran in the morning show. We're talking about old tech. And Selena said, I remember a piece of tech. See if you remember this. What is it, Selena? Uh, Do you remember Pocket Rockers? Pocket Rockers. No, what is that? Do you know what that is, Gregory? No, I never heard of Pocket Rockers. That must be real old. Pocket (laughs) Rockers. Uh, From uh, the 80s. And it was uh, a mini cassette 
um, that had one song on it. It was in like pastel colors. Yeah, it was. It, it had one song on it. It was like, it was like for kids, like elementary school kids, I don't right? I remember this. Man. Yes, yes. I had Tiffany. I think we're, I think we're alone now on one. So <laughs> <laughs> they also had Beastie Boys. You got to fight for your right to party. Oh wow! <laughs> they had some Bon Jovi songs. Had that one. That one mom wouldn't let me have, but you know. I know, a pocket rocker. Oh, pocket I'm rock. looking at the glass. Ah. Now seeing a picture of it, I remember it. Th- th- like singles. Yes. I mean, it was one song. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's all you got. A, Whit- Whitney- a song. Whitney Houston. Here's one with Whitney. You can still buy them if you want on eBay. Wow. <laughs> well, are they collectibles? I guess that's what we do. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> Selena, thank you. I totally forgot about pocket rockers. Thank you so much. And I just want to say that I absolutely love you guys. I found you about a little over four years ago when my um, when my son, when I was going through some stuff. So um, I just think you guys are awesome. Well, so how, thank you for what you do. Are you guys doing okay now? Oh, he's, yep, he's fine. Long story short, I got pregnant and um, was diagnosed with a molar pregnancy, was supposed to get a DNC. My doctor, the day before surgery, felt that, Something wasn't quite right and did an ultrasound and he is fine. Oh, good. So, oh, good. good. Uh, we almost right. did not have him. We so. love happy endings. Oh, All yes. right. Well, good Good going, Selena. <laughs> you know what? You so Go much. buy him a pocket rocker. <laughs> don't don't get, get confused with the pocket rocket. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole different <laughs> yeah. piece of technology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't give that to your <laughs> son. That'd be kind of creepy. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Selena. Thank you. Have thank a good you. one. Uh, yeah. Look at that. The pocket rocket. Rocket. What's scary? People are asking now, was that before or after hit clips? You guys remember hit clips? Oh, yeah, of course. Man. I remember old those. Stuff. That is old, old wow. stuff. Oh, my gosh. Jeremy. What about a floppy disk? The floppy disk. Oh, oh my God. Floppy I remember disc. that? Which I always thought sounded kind of dirty. <laughs> and they were square? Unbelievable. Okay, Greg, calm down, man. Are you just, are you on X or something? <laughs> I'm flying you know, high. Yeah, floppy disks. I remember. And then, you know, they made them smaller, but they still called them floppy, didn't they? Yeah. They, yeah. They, but they weren't floppy. Yeah, they weren't. They, right. they weren't floppy. Well, Jeremy, thank right. you. Do you still have floppy disks? Do you still use them? <laughs> no, I use USBs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really need to go to the doctor to get that. It's your floppy disk. It's your disk is floppy. <laughs> thank you, Jeremy. It hey, is funny. Don't they have pills for that now? I, yeah. You know, I got a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get that checked out. Man. Uh, hey, Dan, how are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? Dude, we're doing okay. We're talking about old technology. What do you have? Uh, do you guys remember Hit Clips? Oh, yeah, we were talking about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, Hit Clips. Yeah. In the early 2000s, I used to get them, like, from Walmart. And it was crazy. You spend $3, and you get this little machine. You get one earbud, not two, just one. And you get 30 seconds of a song. Yeah. You, you, it it yeah. wasn't even the whole song. It was a piece of yeah. a song that you paid $3 for. It, it made no sense at yeah, all. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> Not at all. Whose <laughs> idea was that? Let's give them just 30 seconds. Well, what's 30 seconds? Well, I don't care. We're screwing them over anyway. Just give them whatever you want to give them. Screw them. Yeah, hit clips. <laughs> all right, yeah. Thank God we're over that. Thank you, Dan. Have a nice drive to work, okay? Stay off the phone. Thank it's you. legal. You know, it's, are you on the speakerphone? I am, yeah. You know, Dave Brody is going to court because he just picked his phone up to turn off the vibrator and... Uh, they they saw him. They they they, oh they, they they pulled him over. Yeah, New Jersey's got this initiative, distracted drivers law, and I wasn't even using it. I was turning the phone off, and they pulled me over, two hundred dollar ticket. Yep. Wow. You're you're being distracted. Even a vibrating phone is a distraction. Yeah. I wasn't distracted. Well, obviously you were. Keeping you current on all things Elvis, the Morning Show Twitter account. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. 
So I know you're addicted. Fortnite, you're not alone. But you play it on your Samsung Galaxy Note 9. It's unbelievable. The graphics are amazing. It comes with 10,000 V-Bucks, an exclusive Fortnite skin just for you. If you want to give real phone gaming a shot, you can finally do it on the Samsung Note 9 at samsung.com slash galaxy squad. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Want to be a part of the next conversation? Send a text to 55100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Every once in a while, we'll touch on something. We'll talk about something on the show. It hits a nerve. And we had such an avalanche of response from this, from our Tuesday morning show. It was your second day, Gandhi. We talked about Alan Watts. Remember that? Crazy. I think I do. Yes. Of course you do. It was, just, it was just two days ago. Wasn't it? Three days ago? Three days ago, Tuesday. yeah. Tuesday. What day yeah. is this? This is Friday. Friday. Okay, this is Friday. So we did it late in the show. So I want to bring it back now. It's earlier because you probably missed this. There was a philosopher, a uh, British philosopher named Alan Watts. He passed away back in 1973, but he he had this wisdom, which is, you think of philosophy, you think, oh God, this is going to be the most boring thing, I don't want to hear this, it's going to be like, I don't know. His, his take on philosophy, his spin is such where if you listen closely, it really catches you. I sent this sound that Billy sent to me, to you, Danielle, to you, Gandhi, mm-hmm. who else got it? I got it. I got it. You got it, Froggy? Yeah. Did you guys listen to it last yeah, night? Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. Froggy, did you, uh, without giving too much away, did you walk away thinking, this is so accurate? At first, I was like, what is this? And I was kind of taken aback. But at the end, I did walk away thinking, you know what? Makes a good point. It's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle? Yeah. If anything, I took away from it was the fact that we really spend too much time trying to get someplace instead of enjoying where we are now and the moments that we have now. Right. Travel agents, my favorite line they can use is it really isn't the destination, it's the journey getting there. Yep. And this is what he is sort of applying to our lives. Gandhi, what would you get out of this? I absolutely loved it and I try to live my life that way because there's a quote in the office on the very last episode where Andy Bernard says, I wish there was a way to know that the good old days were happening while they were happening. And that's, I feel like, exactly the point of that. You have to enjoy the moment because you never know what's going to come next. Right. So I'm going to play this sound for you, and uh, it, it may drone on a little bit, but just hold on. It'll get right back on track. Listen to Alan Watts and why your life is not a journey. The existence, the physical universe, is basically playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever. It isn't going anywhere. That is to say, it doesn't... <clears throat> have some destination that it ought to arrive at. But, but it is best understood by analogy with music. Because music, as an art form, is essentially playful. We say you play the piano. You don't work the piano. Why? Music differs from, say, travel. When you travel, you are trying to get somewhere. In music, though, one doesn't make the end of a composition the point of the, comp- of the composition. If that were so, the best conductors would be those who played fastest. And there would be composers who wrote only finales. People go to concert just to hear one crashing chord, because that's the end. <laughs> Same way in dancing. You don't aim at a particular spot in the room. That's where you should arrive. The whole point of the dancing is the dance. Now, but we don't see that as uh, something brought by our education into our everyday conduct. We've got a system of schooling 
which gives a completely different impression. It's all graded. And what we do is we put the child into the corridor of this grade system with a kind of, come on, kitty, kitty, kitty. And yeah, you go to kindergarten, you know, and that's a great thing because when you finish that, you'll get into first grade. And then come on, first grade leads to second grade and so on. And then you get out of grade school, you go to high school and it's revving up. The thing is coming. Then you're going to go to college and by Joe, then you get into graduate school. And when you're through with graduate school, you go out to join the world. And then you get into some racket where you're selling insurance and they've got that quota to make. And you're going to make that. And all the time, the thing is coming. It's coming. It's coming. That great thing, the, the success you're working for. Then when you wake up one day about 40 years old, you say, my God, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm there. And you don't feel very different from what you always felt. Look at the people who live to retire and put those savings away. And then when they're 65, they don't have any energy left. They're more or less impotent. And uh, they go and rot in an old people's senior citizens community. <laughs> because we've simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. <clears throat> we thought of life by analogy with a journey, with a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. And the thing was to get to that end, success or whatever it is, or maybe heaven after your death. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played. And there you go. That is uh, Alan Watts and Why Your Life Is Not a Journey. It's so true. Though. It is true. It's like, what are we waiting for? What is this thing we're working toward? Do you ever wonder? Yeah. We know a lot of people don't stop and wonder because they're afraid to, because it's easier just to go into work every day and you keep building this life for someone, for mm -hmm. something. It makes so much sense that when he says, like, you know, you save all this money, which, look, my husband's always telling me, save more money because you know me. But, I mean, so that part makes, but if you think about it, what happens if you're saving all this money and then you get to the point where you can't even appreciate it because something happens or along the way, you know, you're in a nursing home now because you don't have your, your sense about you anymore. It, you know, it's so true. You don't know what the hell's going to happen. One of the guys that I used to work with, he has a lot of money. And I would always say to him, you know, I wish I had that money. And he said, all right, you have my money, but you're my age now. Would you take it? And I said, no, I actually wouldn't. I'm going to keep my age and my youth, and I'm going to try and live every day the best I can without that money. Well, look beyond the money for a second. Yeah. yeah. What is it you're doing? Like, what is it you're working toward? Other than living comfortably or other than just getting the bills paid, living paycheck to paycheck, however you're living, erase that, that component. What are you working on? Like, why yeah. are we here? We could just say we're just like any field mouse that is rolling around out in the country you just live to survive and then yeah. one day you meet your maker or do we really think that we as human beings are something elevated are we something different than that they, you know, that's the philosophy that you have to kind of study on your own i think that we are able to make positive difference on this planet so we should mm -hmm. we should and i don't know maybe that's my thing what's your thing I think if on the chance that we are just the field mouse and there is nothing greater, why not enjoy every day and, and help other people as much as you can, too? 
Right. Make that difference. That's what we're saying about people who have, like, remember our friend that came up the other day and she has a year and a half to live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I talk to her all the time. She is living every single moment like it's her last because she knows her last moment is not that far away. We have no idea. So we take advantage and we're like, eh, we got tomorrow. What if you don't have tomorrow? Right. I've been following her as well, yeah. and she's having a lot of fun. She's having the, she is having the best well, life. Because there's a timer ticking yeah, down. Exactly. But we all have a timer ticking down. Yep. We we don't, all, she none knows of us know it. when it ends, right? right. She knows. None mm-hmm. of us know. It could end today, tomorrow, whenever it is. So you have to take advantage yep. while you're here. All right. So if you want to do some more discovery on this, his name is Alan Watts, W-A-T-T-S. You can actually look up Alan Watts quotations, and it's just hours of those lines you just heard. Wow. It's fascinating stuff. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast with Garrett and gossip columnist Rob Shooter. Anytime Beyonce does anything, the world just stops. It does stop because she makes it stop. The Celebrity Buzz Podcast. New episodes every week on the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So I know you're addicted Fortnite. You're not alone, but you play it on your Samsung Galaxy Note 9. It's unbelievable. The graphics are amazing. It comes with 10,000 V-Bucks, an exclusive Fortnite skin just for you. If you want to give real phone gaming a shot, you can finally do it on the Samsung Note 9 at samsung.com slash galaxy squad. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All the festive people are landing at Las Vegas International yeah, yeah. Airport. What do you think Brendan Urie is going to wear? Nothing. Oh, he's so beautiful. The 2018 iHeartRadio Music, Music Festival kicks off tonight. It's tonight, tomorrow night. And don't forget the daytime stage tomorrow at Las Vegas Festival Grounds. This is, I think, my favorite part. It's daylight, logic, Dua Lipa, five seconds of summer, Bozzy, our old Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. Woo! Scary and Froggy are hosting at the Elvis Duran VIP suite. We have to stop by and see if the vomit lady's coming by. Yes. <laughs> did you hear about this? I did not. No I intruders. Wait. No trespassers. Several years ago, we were all hosting in our suite, and some very inebriated woman was oh. not doing well. So they opened our door and said, do you have air conditioning? We said, yeah. They oh. pushed her in our in our party, and she vomited on no. everyone. No. And now she's forever the vomit lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my worst nightmare. It's a long story. Uh, anyway, so it's quite the weekend. Make sure you're following at iHeartRadio.com and ElvisDuran.com and follow us all on social because we're taking pictures with the stars. And we want you to join us. Listen tonight at 10 o'clock as we take you backstage. We're live in Vegas. So I thought we would play a little game. Okay. As you know, Gandhi is the newest brightest member of our morning show. I've now declared you the brightest. Oh, thank you. I'll take it. Brighter than all of us combined. Don't you oh, yeah. agree? Yeah. Yeah. That's not saying a lot. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> Froggy, I agree. Uh, and even Nate yeah. thinks you're brighter than him. She's and like he, a scientist. Definitely. You are a scientist. I wish. I mean, keep in mind, Gandhi comes from a family of very brilliant thinkers. I mean, we've got doctors. We have uh, lawyers. Mm-hmm. She's the one that, for some reason, turned left and went to radio. <laughs> right. But as we get to know you, I think we'll uh, learn to respect where you're coming from a little more. Thank you. It, it's getting to the point by getting to know you mm-hmm. through this game. Okay. Hashtag what? Oh, remember last time she was here, we said we came up with hashtag bad Gandhi. Bad Gandhi. She's not a good Gandhi. You're right. a bad Gandhi. <laughs> bad representative. And once again, you're going to get tired of telling the story. The reason why we call you Gandhi is yep. because it's your name. Yes. And he is my great-great-grandfather. Yeah. Gandhi. Yeah. Gandhi. So I thought we'd play a game called... Who said it? Gandhi or Gandhi? Uh-oh. <laughs> Welcome to Who Said It? Gandhi or Gandhi? So either Mahatma 
or Monotma? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that because I was going to say no one's going to be wrong in this game. All right. Now, we're just going to play with people here in the room. I think that's, that's fair, right? I love the orchestra that comes with this game. Yeah. So who said it? Was it great-great-grandfather Gandhi or our Gandhi? Okay. Nobody can hurt me without my permission. Nobody can hurt me without my permission. Anyone? Uh, Mah- Mahatma? Is it Mahatma? Yes! Ding, 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 ding. Did you know your great-great-grandfather said that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> now, now, have you studied him like a lot of scholars have done? Not as in-depth as I think a lot of people wish I had, um, but I do know a good amount. All right. Who said it? Great-great-grandfather Gandhi or our Gandhi? Mm-hmm. Happiness is smoking a joint in a pile of puppies and snacks. Okay, that's okay. Yes, Dave. That oh. would be our Gandhi. Yes, that's absolutely <laughs> correct. Nailed it. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's this... probably the one I knew, and I didn't even get a chance to ring in. You know what's great about this game is we're getting to know both Gandhis. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, person said it? Great-great-grandfather, the great Gandhi, or our great Gandhi? Nobody can keep me from hurting my own feelings when I creep my exes online. Yes, Froggy. Uh, it's got to be our Gandhi. Yes, that's right. Yes, thank you. I'm going to guess the other Gandhi didn't have an opportunity right. with online anything. If you're just right. turning us on, we're playing Gandhi or Gandhi. Which Gandhi said it? Okay. Hate the sin, love the sinner. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Uh, scary. Oh, it's got to be your great great grandfather, Mahatma Gandhi. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what. My eyes are so big, I can see your... Let me finish it, because it's really... No, it's really important you get to hear the whole thing. okay, sorry, sorry. Because we aren't learning. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My eyes are so big, I can see your thoughts. Okay! Yes, Danielle. That would be our Gandhi. That's our Gandhi. You're right. It's true, too. Everything. see it all. You do have large eyes. They're huge. Beautiful. You have beautiful eyes. I appreciate that. Uh, Who said this one? Gandhi or Gandhi? The future depends on what you do today. Pick me, pick me. Froggy. Her great-grandfather, Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi. Yes. All right. Who said this one? Gandhi or Gandhi? No, I don't want to hold your baby. It freaks me out. Oh, <laughs> Danielle. That would be our Gandhi. Now, how come you don't like she holding babies? Like babies? They make me so uncomfortable. Like, they can't support themselves, and then I forget to hold their head up, and then people are yelling at me. I just, hold your own baby. Okay. <laughs> hold it for yourself. All right. Who said this? Gandhi, great-great-grandfather Gandhi, or our Gandhi? If you want real peace in the world, start with children. They're definitely not our Gandhi. <laughs> who's, who's, not who's ringing in? <laughs> ding, ding. I'll take that one. Yes, Froggy. <laughs> That's got to be great-grandfather Gandhi. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who said this? Sure, I forgive, but when I die, I want my ashes to be sprinkled into the food of my enemies so I may live inside them forever. Scary. That's our Gandhi. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I mean it. All right. Who said the weak can never forgive? Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, straight the, the Mahatma. That's right. <laughs> the Mahatma. It's true. Who said this? An ounce of weed costs less in Boston, and it's legal. Oh, did pick me, pick me. Yes, Froggy. That's our lovely Gandhi. <laughs> that is also a fact. <laughs> That's right. You've moved uh, from the land of totally legal weed to the land of where it's not so legal. I know. But you can you can smell it everywhere. It's everywhere. Don't worry about that. Small kinds of things around here. But I yes, know. Weed is one of them. <laughs> These are other quotes from our Gandhi. If you try to wake me up when I'm sleeping, 
you will get verbally abused. Ask my mother. Are you a deep, deep sleeper? I am a deep sleeper, and I am an angry waker. So if I don't wake up on my own, just walk away. Oh, great. We're doing a morning show with an angry waker. Angry waker. Uh, or wanker, as we say in Great Britain. Uh, another quote from our Gandhi. I can't date guys who are too nice, but if you happen to be a sociopath with poor manners and no money, I'm likely to fall in love. Very true. You know what? You're not alone on that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm really stressed out. I think I'll nap about it and try to tackle the problem tomorrow. Is that a euism? Absolutely. You get me get me stressed out about anything. I immediately fall asleep. It's a very bad, bad defense mechanism. Another thing from our Gandhi. Listen to this, Danielle. Okay. I will not let anyone set foot in my apartment with their dirty shoes on. So we must take our shoes off at the door? Please do. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. We're learning a lot. We're learning a lot about our Gandhi. <laughs> I don't know. Jury's still out with me. <laughs> Made a Gandhi. She's our new friend in the mornings. She is nuts, deal with it. Yeah. Gandhi, do you love us? Are you ready? Say you'll never ever leave. We're not clingy, but we want ya and we need ya. Now we down with ya always. Gandhi, great grandfather's name was Gandhi. That's why her name is Gandhi. We're so happy that we got ya. Cause we need ya, now we down with you always Look, the new girl is a girl named Maida Gandhi On beat and really funny, she's short and she speaks Hindi We had to make some choices, we were running out of options The process took so long, now it's time for you to hop in Obsessed with dental floss and Elvis will take you drinking Danielle will take you shopping, you're here cause you deserve it Cause when you popped on to our show, girl you earned it We thought you were the one from the jump, you confirmed it She's Maida Gandhi She loves Q-tips, cartoons and Tyler Perry she short, oh yes, very We know you special girl, it's hereditary Gandhi, do you love us? You had better Say you'll never ever leave, we're not clingy But we want ya, and we need ya Now we're down with ya always Don't answer the phone Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap Alright, we have a lot to discuss here before we get this phone tap rolling A lot of things to explain Let me read the letter to you first Dear Elvis, my mom had big trouble with a couple of foreigners who used to rent out her basement apartment. Oh, boy. They destroyed the place, then suddenly moved out without telling anyone. They'd been behind on their rent for months and recently had the nerve to be in touch with me looking to move back in. <laughs> well, my mom has been waiting to give them a piece of her mind. Wait till you hear this mom, by the way. This comes to us from Michael. All right, a couple things you need to know. Michael's going to start the call with his, his mom. Okay and tells her that Harold, one of the renters, has contacted him yet again. Then she proceeds to take matters into her own hands. Harold is played by our own Scary Jones. <laughs> we told Scary, do one of your new phone taps where you use a new voice. So he auditioned different voices, and unfortunately this is the one they chose for him to use. <laughs> Let's listen into today's phone tap. Hey. Huh? Why'd you give that guy my my number, the guy Harold? What guy? The, the guys that were downstairs. He's a freaking liar. You had to give it to him. I, I don't understand how he got mine. You, don't right, you understand? So you, yeah, well, now he wants money back from me. Money back? Yeah, whatever he was talking to you about the other day. But I don't want to deal with these guys. You deal with them now. All right, let me call him. Well, you deal with him. Give him whatever he's gotta, you got to give him. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hello? Did you just call my son? Yeah. For what? I figured maybe he could um, get me... You the... want money back from him? Money back for what? Um, 
No, we left it a deposit there. And uh, you left nothing. You left. You got some friggin' nerve. Let me tell you, a deposit. The mess you left. The garbage you left. And all this and furniture that was no good. Bikes outside. Clogging my pipes and then hammering them and breaking the pipes. Uh, you messed up inside like uh, ridiculous. You want money, which you never even gave a deposit? You said you'd reimburse us the cost of the replacement carpet after we had the flood, and you never you did. You didn't even have carpets. I had new carpeting when you moved in, and then you threw that out before we ever got a flood. You know, you think you're smart. Well, we can let bygones be bygones. The only thing we're asking is if you'd let us rent the apartment from you once again. Oh, really? Yeah. You got some friggin' nerve. You know, I think you're a nut. I'm not giving you nothing. And I wouldn't give it to you if you stood on your head. Do we have a deal or no deal? What, what are you talking about? What deal? What are you, out of your friggin' mind? This is my house. Not your house. We paid our rent on time when we were we were very good and loyal tenants to you. Really, you crooks. You are how many guys here and using my gas, my electric, my cable, my heat, my hot water, and you got the friggin' nerve to say you were loyal and uh, get the hell out of here. Your equipment was weak. The heater broke and there was your a flood. Your head is weak. And hot water is cheap, ma'am. Uh, it's it, how you much? You know it's cheap because you didn't have to pay for it. Sure, it was cheap. Well, I, I just, you know, I thought maybe we could reconcile our differences. I know you weren't very happy with us. What I have my uh, brother Consuelo, who Consuelo, uh, who, okay, who needs a home. Yeah. All right. When it's available, I'll call you. We'll make Don't it call me. I'll call you. Let's make it available now. Can we do that? Yeah. What are we gonna do? Kill the guy? Tell him he has to leave. Evict him. Why would I want to do a thing like that for a jerk like you? I'm not a jerk. I'm well, not you're a... not very smart. Let me tell you something. We want to put some partitions, some walls up, and we could separate the apartment. And oh uh, yeah, okay. We we'll rent it out to seven or eight different tenants. How does that oh, sound? That's Oh, yeah, okay, seven or eight. Michael, where the hell are you? We'll make you... can deal with this guy. We'll make you a lot of money, Mrs. Laborda. This is not your house, it's my house. This is, uh... And you want to make money on my house? Get out of here, go get your mother's house. Leave me alone. I don't want you here. I don't like your voice, it's giving me a headache. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't like your voice. What? And even if I had this apartment available just for your voice, I wouldn't... Well, you got to be nuts that I would even think of giving you the apartment. First, you want it for you, then you want to sublet it. What are you, stupid or what? We'll pay you a point each month. How about that? I'll give you... Get out of here with your points. You know what you could do with your points? You're a businesswoman, and you're a... No, I'm no businesswoman. You're a lonely old woman who needs That's money. That's all I am, and I don't need anything, especially from you. I have seven brothers coming from Mexico who will pay top dollar to live in that apartment. How are they getting here anyway? It's against the law. They're not allowed to come here anymore. Um, they built a raft. Oh, did they? They built a raft? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I need shelter for them. I don't want to hear you no more. Leave me alone. Can we move in with you? Michael, will you speak? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you're still here. Will you tell him to get off my phone? All right, I'll tell you what. How about we all call it a day and phone tap you? You friggin' idiot. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Laborda. What? My name is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran, The Morning Show. Get out of here. <laughs>
You were on the radio. Mm. Your son wanted to play a joke on you. Oh, I'm going to get even with him. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You know what's stupid? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of wrong resumes. Look, you're the one in charge of hiring someone. Don't depend on stupid websites. You should use ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Now, here's what makes them different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for the candidates to find you. No. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. They have this crazy, powerful matching technology that scans thousands of resumes. They identify the people with the right skills, education, experience. And then, and only then, they actively invite them to apply. So you get qualified candidates really fast. No more sorting through all the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a thousand reviews. So, If you're listening to us, you can use ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So tonight, we are taking you live backstage at the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas, 10 o'clock East Coast time, right here. We have the interviews all set up. We're going to talk to some of the superstars. I can't wait. You've never been to one, Gandhi. No, and this is like a big welcome, this one. Actually, and Danielle, maybe you'll back me up on this. This kind of sucks. Your first time at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, and we're making you work. Yeah, I think we have to let her go and have some fun. No, I find nothing sucky about this. I'm super stoked. <laughs> so I'll be there with Danielle and Gandhi, Scary, Froggy, Nate. Nate? What's he going to do? Oh, great. We're going to have someone running out on stage <laughs> oh, and telling Mariah to wrap it up. That's right. That's it. He's going to be telling us, let's go. We don't uh, have time for this. We're crap. running behind. Live stream is uh, tonight at 10 o'clock, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock East Coast time. Uh, and then the show starts actually at 10.30 East Coast time, 7.30 Pacific. You can watch it on CWTV.com and the CW app. Uh, where's Greg T? Does he have a uh, topic train for us? Uh, well, hold on. Wait, what? Aren't you ready to go? Of course. I was born ready. Why don't we uh, solicit for it now? Let's do it. No one knows why they're calling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to give them the topics, you gotta <laughs> Come in with the topics. Okay. I'll come right now. All right. Run! Run! I know. Oh, my God. It's difficult. He's ahead of the game. He just gives out the phone number. Just call in. Yeah. We'll tell you the topics <laughs> later. All right. I'm going to anticipate him running down the hall. There he is. There he, he is. Comes. Here we go. Break the topic train. Please call in. Woo-hoo! Break the topic train. The topic train. I love this text, Danielle. Is Danielle's contract up for renewal because she's on fire? Oh, really? Yeah. It's not. <laughs> you should renegotiate. I should right now. Right you're be- now. You're better than ever. <laughs> you want me to stay? Hey, you got to pay. Show me the money. All right, uh, Greg T. Hi. Hey, what's up, man? All right, these are uh, from the mind of Greg T. In Greg T.'s mind only. And mine only. Yes. If one of these topics is like something you want to comment on, please. Kick it old school and call us on the phone. Even using the term kick it old school is kicking it old school. All right. First topic uh, stuck in your body. 
Well, Elvis, have you ever had to go to an emergency room with something stuck in your body? Maybe a fish hook in your lip or a bug in your ear or a nail in your finger or something even more embarrassing. Something up your nose. Yeah, please call us and up, tell us what was stuck your in your body. Yeah. Up your butt. Anywhere. Whatever. I, I have friends that work in the ER. They pull things out of people's butts all the Why time. Why would you shove something up your butt that's not supposed to go there? It's, just, just, you know, I'm, it's I'm, interesting. Like, What's supposed to, like, yeah. Well, I screwed a light bulb in and it never turned on. (laughs) Okay, you know what? What was stuck in your body? (laughs) Next topic is, OMG, where am I? Sometimes things get a little bit crazy when you go out and you have a great time with your friends. So I want to know, where did you just, oh my God, wake up and say, where am I? After a nice long night out partying. Here, every morning. (laughs) Next topic, yum, that's delicious. If you were stranded in the wilderness, would you ever consider eating your friend? Well, maybe you will, maybe you won't. I want to know, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? While stranded in the wilderness. While stranded in the wilderness. <laughs> All right, so this is only open for those who have been stranded in the wilderness. Right, only food. if. Yes. Call us now, you wilderness. Stranded people. Stranded people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next topic, the old schoolers. I'm really into this one. So I got a friend that recently went to a Rod Stewart concert, and I made fun. And I go, what? You went to see Rod Stewart? And she was like... I'm telling you, he really rocks out. And I'm like, isn't he like 80? So I want to know what other old school rockers that you got to see, which which you want to tell us, they really do rock out. I don't believe it, but I want to hear about it. Yeah, the younger caller, the better. Yes, yes, yes. Hi, I'm 21. Yeah. Went to a Tony Bennett concert. I want to hear all about it. I went to a Bobby Rydell, Fabian, Frankie Avalon concert, and to be honest, they were amazing. One and go call us. Final topic, win for life. So I recently saw this ad, and a company was giving, it was running a contest, and they were giving away something for a lifetime. So I want to know, what do you really win for a lifetime? And have you ever really won one of these contests? And how long is, like, a lifetime? Well, if you're texting us, I'm assuming that, or you're calling us, I'm assuming you're still in that. Yeah. I guess so. You should be. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... <laughs> do we really know how long our lifetime is? Well, we don't really know. So how much, how long really is it? Well, we don't know. We don't know. You're, no one knows how long their lifetime is, unless like they're on death row. Right. Well, that's what I really <laughs> want to know. Right. So how long How long do you win something for before they cut it off? Well, it's a lifetime. Usually. What is it? And don't you usually take the, you could take the payout or you can take the. Well, well that doesn't count. Money. This one was like a soap. Okay. So like if you won, win soap for a year. If I mean, you won like a lifetime of soap. Soap, okay. yeah. What a storm of oh, calls. Yes. People are really into this. I hit a home run on this one, I think. Okay. <laughs> Let's go talk wow. to him. Maybe you did. We'll see. Hello, Robert. Hey, welcome to Great T's Topic Train. Which topic are you calling about? Something stuck in my body. All right, okay. Robert, what'd you get stuck in your body? Okay, I was like 15, 16. We got a hold of, me and my friend got a hold of uh, some blow darts. Blow darts. Yeah. Uh, We were playing around, shooting and everything. Next thing you know, he thought it'd be funny as hell. Uh, Just shoot me in my butt. (laughs) With a blow dart. With a blow dart. (laughs) Well, can't you just pull it out? Uh, No, like the way he stuck it so far and everything that like it damn near broke. And yeah, it was stuck, stuck like oh, halfway, wow. oh. like halfway down. Now, now, was it in your buttock, or was it like up, yeah. right up the center, uh, the center <laughs> hole? Uh, it, it was on. It was in the right butt cheek. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the and yeah. the actual like usually those darts they're barbed on the end, so you oh, can't just pull yeah. it out. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! Were you able to sit down or like did that? Uh, no, like, like I like had to sit like on my left side <laughs> as I went to the hospital. Oh. It's funny now, but like I mean, it's been like. 
almost 20 years, but it's... It was, it's like being shot with Cupid's arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like All right, that. thank you, Robert. There you go. You got a one buck call. Yeah. Uh, or something stuck in you. Right. Call. That's the right. whole. That's the whole topic. Hello, Anthony. Welcome to Greg T's Topic Train. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Now, uh, which of Greg T's topics are you uh, contributing to? The lifetime supply. Ooh. Okay, so you okay. should have gotten a lifetime supply of what? What did you win? I won a lifetime supply of Burt's Bees chapstick. Oh, nice. Now, what does the lifetime supply of that include? Uh, Basically, they gave me a box of about 50 tubes of chapstick. But that's not a lifetime. So, we go through more than 50 <laughs> tubes yeah, in a lifetime. Not, that's I, not a lifetime. I go through a tube every hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I asked about it, and they told me that based on their estimates on how long the average tube of chapstick should last, that was a lifetime supply. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Damn, if you only lived to be 50 years old, you had to use one per year. That's, right. that, yeah. that, that, that's not a lifetime. They didn't take germs no. into account or anything like that, because you're supposed to throw that stuff out right. after a while. Yeah, or that time I left it in my pockets and it went in the dryer and it yeah. got all over the other clothes. Not yeah, good. I couldn't use that stick again. Well, sorry, right. Anthony. Got a year supply. 50 tubes of <laughs> That's Burt's. what I want to know. Right, exactly. Burt's Bees Chapstick. All right, yeah. let's move on, shall we? Thank you for your call, though, Anthony. Hi, Lauren. Hey, good morning. And welcome to the show. Which of Greg T's topics are you calling in about? Uh, the rock concert. All right, stun me. Who is old <laughs> and just rocking out still? Yeah, old school, but they still make it happen <laughs> in, in concert. Pat Benatar and Neil, they have got it like you've never seen it. Pat Benatar. <laughs> by, by the way, how old wow. are you? I'm 33. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> Do we know how old Pat Benatar is right now? No. It doesn't matter. Age is just a number. She's out of her mind. Like one of the best shows ever. I've been to hundreds of concerts. Maybe one of the best. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I would great never, tea. I would never. I would never. She's, I know, but she she's loves 65. Yeah, 65. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. 53. Just a number. Hello, lady. Wow. <laughs> on the speaker. Listen to her. Is this your favorite Pat Benatar song? I mean, uh, so I'm a spin instructor. I play her all the time. People love her. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lauren, thank you very much. Yeah, sometimes uh, the stars of yesteryear. I can't believe they're still going strong. They still have it. it. Let's go talk to April. April, it's Greg T's Topic Train. Which topic are you calling about? I'm talking about where am I? Okay, so what happened? You went out, you had a great time, you woke up and said, where are we? Where were you? Well, that's the thing. I think I had a little too much of a good time. Um, We were at a friend's house, and I woke up to use the bathroom after having a very long night of drinking, and the bathroom was not there. And the reason why the bathroom was not there is because a group of my friends decided to take the party to another house, which was down the street. So when I woke up, that's why the bathroom wasn't there, because we were at a totally different house, which I do not remember. So the bathroom was there. You weren't there. No, 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 I was not there at all. They literally, I don't, I figured maybe neighbors saw us. I looked probably like a zombie passed out. I don't know. We call that blacking out. Oh, my God. All right, April. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. Yes, it does. Thanks for your call. Hello, Natalie. It's it's, uh, the topic train. Which topic are you calling about? I'm calling about the old school concert. All right, who's rocking out still? Tell me. 
So I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire with Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Let's groove tonight. I will tell you, I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire at Radio City. It was an incredible show. Come on now. It oh, was. It was amazing. And I'm only 24, so I could still really appreciate it. Wow. It was amazing. How about this one? Hold on a second. I got one for you. <laughs> My favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I was married on September 24th. Love this song. Yes. All right, Natalie, you're 24. You love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Good for you. Thanks. Hey, can I get a t-shirt? Yeah. We'll send you one. Oh. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do you remember? Next topic. <laughs> I was there. I was getting into that. I know. It's a great song. Yeah, you remember here. years ago, years ago, I, I played that song one day because I think it was in a TV show the night before. It was it was predominantly uh, like featured on the show, and yeah. I thought I'd play it. And I remember the PD called. <laughs> what are you, he called you, right, Scary? That's right. Why yeah. is he playing that song? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. We don't play September on our station. <laughs> oh, it's Tom Pullman. Remember he that? Was he was mad. You tell Elvis to stop picking the songs. <laughs> <laughs> we have a research department and a music director. <laughs> Cubby's mad. <laughs> Cubby was the music director. Cubby's crying right now because you're playing music that's off his log. <laughs> oh, come on. We're just playing September. It's a fun, It's a topic. <laughs> We don't play that. Yep, that's right. Stop it. Oh my. He played it again later, just now. <laughs> what are you going to do? He probably played it three more times that day. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom Pullman. <laughs> I'm going to turn it really loud. He, the funny thing is, is I know in the love, Tom, I bet he's turning this up loud right now. A dedication to Tom Pullman. We're not done with Tommy Train. I got more calls coming up. But first, I again have a question. Do you remember when it was September? Love was changing the mind. While chasing the clouds away. Turn
four-year-old people love that are old. I can't believe it. Tom Pullman so mad right now. <laughs> You're not the program director. <laughs> Turn that off. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know those words. Body, yadi, yadi, yadi. I don't know. That's all it is. Something about never having a cloudy day, though. Hey, Jenna, welcome to Great T's Topic Train. Which topic are you calling about? I'm calling about the old school concert. Okay, okay, first of all, how old are you? I'm 28. Okay, and so you went to see which band and you really loved them? ZZ Top and Joe Spoger. <laughs> ZZ Top. <laughs> Tom Pullman is about to take off to the moon. Do they still have those gigantic beards? They do, and they barely move. They just kind of shuffle around on the stage. (laughs) They they never really moved a lot. No, they just rocked back and forth, but it was an amazing time. And John Fogarty, he ran around the whole stage. He had his wooden bat out for center field. It was so amazing. I went with my dad. Here's what I don't understand. Okay, John Fogarty used to be in a band called... uh, Creedence Clearwater. Clearwater. They had a song when I was a little kid, and I never understood the words... Can someone explain the song? But the words were, do, 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 out my back door. I mean, hey. Well, well I mean, it makes sense like, to me. Sounds like you're taking a William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank, oh. thank you, Jenna. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. What are you guys working on back here? Wow. Do you have another call? All right, let's see. See, that was just a home run of a topic train. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Jamie, hi. Hi, how are you? Good We're morning. We're okay. Well, good morning. Welcome to Greg T's Topic Train. Which topic yeah. are you calling about? I'm calling about people that are still rocking out, concerts that I went to. Okay, how old are you? I am 30. Okay, so you went to see what old school musician and you really, truly were moved? Chubby Checker. There you go. So you really walked away from the Chubby Checker concert. That was awesome. <laughs> I gotta, no, I got to tell you, we go see him every year. He comes to the Wolf Den up at Mohegan Sun. And my like, I go with my friends, my family. There's usually like 10, 12 of us that go. And he is on stage rapping out. See, why not? That's I mean, he, awesome. let's, let's be honest. He was yeah. the original Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. you got you got to, like, hats off to people who understand there's been music for years, long before we existed, and that's what sparked the musicians that we love today. Sure. Even the ones that are still, like, trying to take off. Yeah. I love it. Thank yes. you, Jamie. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Uh, hello. It seems working? like this might be like a trend to see all these old school rockers. Well, we got other topics here. Hi, James. How are you? Good. How about yourself? <laughs> We've lost our mind. Which of Greg T's topics are you calling about? The, uh, where am I? Oh, okay. Mm. So you two, you had a great night one day, and then all of a sudden you woke up, and where were you? Well, the morning wasn't as great. Um, <laughs> I'm always, like, thinking worst-case scenario, thinking I'm going to go to jail, things like that. But I uh, <laughs> woke up in a telemarketing bi- uh, business. And you didn't work there? No, not at all. <laughs> I went to college in a small town and um, just went out with a few friends. And then the next morning, woke up and I was on the floor. I must have like woken up before the business opened. Thank God. Um, I was just laying in the middle of the floor. <laughs> um, Do you even yeah. know how you got in? 
No, I, the door was unlocked, I guess. So Were you wearing a headset? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't do the role play. Sorry. There you go. I woke up in a telemarketing telephone room. I thank you very much for calling. Oh, my God. I hung up on him. I apologize. I thought Jennifer's was kind of cool. Hold on a second. Hello, uh, Jennifer. Are you there? Hey. So uh, which topic are you calling in about? Something stuck in your body. All right. What was it? Was it a blow dart? No. What'd you have? Um, when I was younger, I actually, I was in class one day back when I was in elementary school, and I had my pencil box open, and I had a pencil in my hand, and I'm looking at the teacher, and I fell asleep, and when I did, my head came down, and the pencil that got stuck and broke off in my head. Oh, oh damn. Whoa, 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 whoa. What part of your head? Like, right in my forehead. Right. So what happened? So, Crap. Well... Went to the doctor. They said that it wasn't like pure lead, so they left it there. They said it would eventually grow out. It has not. So you still have lead in your head? Yeah, I'm still a leadhead. Leadhead. Oh, wow. Danielle's a redhead. You're a leadhead. <laughs> exactly. No, I have. Um, if you look, there's like a little bit. It's like a blue color that you can see, like a little dot on my forehead. So if I, wait, if we turned you upside down, can I write is, with you on the paper? <laughs> Danielle. Yes. Use my hair as the eraser. Yeah. <laughs> I will thank yeah, you. I remember I woke up as soon as it happened, and I was like, ooh, what just happened? And I walked to the mirror in the class, and I was like, <gasps> and then I was so embarrassed. I didn't want to say anything to the teacher because I was like, uh, I fell asleep in your class. <laughs> I know, but it makes you so unique. You have lead in your head. Yeah, you have lead wow. in your head. It's a story yeah. to tell. Three See, it made our day interesting. Absolutely. And for that, we thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, okay, we lost that one. All right, well, so I think we're done. Nice. Did I hit a grand slam? Well, I got to say, I really enjoyed this topic. That was great. Yes. I thought it was great, T. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Frog. Absolutely. But you know what? I think, all right. I think that Yuritza put some great calls through. Yes, that's Nate true. got oh, some no. great text Let me messages. Tell you, standing ovation to Yuritza and, and Nate. Nate. They made this yes. topic train. That is who made it. Yeah. All, hey, all you did was sit there. Yeah, you it didn't really do much. Teamwork. We all worked together. Okay. I came up with the topics. All right. When it's good, it's teamwork. But when it's bad, he blames everyone else. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> right. Thank you, know you to uh, Coaster Boy Josh for the topics. We that's appreciate so it. Wrong. Oh my God! Okay, These wait. people are just a mess. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I love Brooklinen.com luxury bedding, but it's not priced like luxury bedding. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for you. You get twenty dollars off and free shipping when you use the promo code Elvis. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com promo code Elvis. Brooklinen, the best sheets ever. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Kicking off tonight, iHeartRadio's Music Festival Las Vegas. We'll be there taking our new girlfriend, Gandhi, for yeah, the first time. <laughs> this is so exciting. Justin Timberlake, Fleetwood Mac, Jack White, Carrie Underwood, Mariah Carey, Imagine Dragons, Jason Aldean, Sean Mendez, Luke Bryan, Leonard Skinner, Childish Gambino. What do they have in common? <laughs> <laughs> Panic at the Disco, Kelly Clarkson, Sam Smith, Kygo, Ray Swimmerd, Logic, on the daytime stage, five seconds of summer, Dua Lipa, Bozzy, Belly, the Raging Idiots with Bobby Bones. It's going to be quite the weekend. And we're bringing it to you live starting at 10 o'clock backstage and then off to the stage at 10.30. And this is East Coast times, of course, deduct three hours for West Coast. Yes. I had to think that through. Uh, the <laughs> iHeartRadio Music Festival. Watch our social media all weekend and you can keep up with us. JetBlue actually jumped in and helped someone out. And I want to talk about this. A bridesmaid got dumped 
from a ceremony, her friend getting married. Yeah. At the last minute, her friend said, I don't want you in the wedding. As a matter of fact, you need to mail me the outfit so someone else can fit into oh it. Oh, my goodness. It was like a jumpsuit. That's re- is, Ooh. I know. Hello. <laughs> anyway, so uh, this girl, her name is Courtney Duffy. She posted a plea to JetBlue saying, please, my friend kicked me out of her wedding. She dumped me as her bridesmaid. I have a, a flight, a cross-country flight on JetBlue that's non-refundable. Please help me out. Yeah. They refunded her stuff. Wow. The well, bridesmaid, was- she reached out to JetBlue for help after she was dumped from her gig in the wedding party. And they said, okay, we'll take care of you. I wonder why she was dumped. I have questions. Well, I want to get into that. I'm going to talk about people who've been dumped from wedding parties. Yeah. I need to know why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a fight. There's tension. Yeah. You know, bridezillas yeah. are attacking. Was it your fault or was it the bride's fault? Well, I'm sure there's two stories, uh, two sides to every story. Yeah. Right. We'll get into that. Exactly. But anyway, well, there's so, three sides to every story. Yeah, they're right. Yours, mine, and somewhere in the middle in lies the yeah, truth. Yeah, exactly. Look, weddings. I, I'm, I'm going to have one. And I'm, I'm. Yeah. The only part I'm not looking forward to is like just. The politics. Who do you invite? Who do you not invite because you can't invite everyone? And who do you sit next to who? And I don't I don't want to have anything to do with it. I just, I just want to get married. But anyway, when it comes to bridesmaids and getting the oh. outfits together, you're talking about friendships, new friendships, old friendships. I, there's got to be some, some drama. Yeah. You with me? Yep. Did you have drama with your bridesmaids, Danielle? No, I was very lucky. I had no drama, which is very unlike most weddings. It's like naming your baby. Never tell anyone the name of your child until the child is oh, named. No way, because then everyone's got an opinion. Just like a butthole. Everyone, everyone's got one. <laughs> everyone hates your the name you chose for your kid. It's true. Oh, I don't like the name of that uh, baby. You're naming him Charles? Oh, you have an opinion. Just like you have a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. What's scary? I think when people impart their opinion on your wedding, relationships, things around it, you're planning your party, it's selfish. Because I agree. You have to be happy at the end of the day. Not because you're- But everyone knows. They think they know how to do it. Yes. Anyway, right. so uh, the story uh, was a bridesmaid had purchased her non-refundable ticket on JetBlue to cross yeah. the country to go to the wedding she was in the bridal party for. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bride called up and canceled her, next her. And then she said, the jumpsuit you're supposed to wear in the wedding, send that back. The okay. jumpsuit. First Here all, you go. <laughs> unless, unless you're like diving out of an airplane yeah. <laughs> for your ceremony. Oh, my God. Why are you wearing a jumpsuit? I don't know. Right. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later. But Monica... Hello, good morning. Well, good morning. You you weren't kicked out of a wedding, but you were uninvited to a bachelorette party. Yes, it was it was very hurtful at the time. Now, you know, it's been a few years. It still bothers me sometimes. But yes, um, I was in a fight with one of the girls in the um, invited to the party, and the bride called me up and tried to uninvite me without actually uninviting me. Oh, please. Oh. Like, yeah. no backbone whatsoever, like, right? How, how, do no. you, how do you do that without making it obvious? She, well, she said, oh, she was saying, oh, don't you think it'll be so awkward with the two of you there? You know, don't you know, since there aren't going to be that many people, don't you think it'll just be awkward? And I was just saying, no, you know, we're both adults. We'll just, it's about you. Let's have fun. Right. And, 
Yeah, in the end, since I wouldn't bite, she finally said, why don't you and I just do something different? Just oh, wow. Oh. So, okay, so, so, so what happened, obviously, we must assume, is the other the other party told the bride, look, I don't want to be there if Monica's there. Right. And, and you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I'm guessing that's what happened, and then I was chosen to be the expendable one, so I... Did you go to the wedding? No, no, it all went to hell after that you know oh, wow <laughs> i'm sorry she, to hear she that. wasn't she couldn't understand why my feelings were hurt oh gee i wonder <laughs> so and basically why, why did she pick anymore. you to not come and not the other girl like why was the other girl more important yeah what does she have that yeah, you didn't exactly. have <laughs> Monica. you know what i still ask myself that to this day <laughs> i know but <laughs> in, in the long run you kind of won out because you didn't have to go sit through a dumpy bachelorette party with people who don't like you <laughs> so dumpy, i mean it was the wineries in the Hamptons, I could have sucked it up. Oh, you know what? Okay, okay. look, it's so easy to pretend, but let me pretend. If I was that bride, I would have said, yeah. look, two of my friends are having a rough go at it. I'm going to do my best, even though it's my bachelorette party, I'm going to do my best to get them together and have a good time and right. try to try to get them to see Idaho. Yeah, exactly. That could have, that could have worked, maybe, right? It could have right? worked out that way. You know what? What are we going to do, right? It's done. It happened. It All happened. Right. All right. Well, next time you want to go back to the Hamptons. Do a little winery hopping. You let Big Daddy know. Mm-hmm. Wait, going. Big Daddy, can I have a t-shirt? Yeah, absolutely. You have it. Yay! Come on, you're right. It's a center shirt. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second, Monica. Look at that. She got uninvited yeah. or disinvited, what's the proper word, uh, to a bachelorette party, but she got a shirt. Uh, hello, Natalia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, Better than a jumpsuit. So one of your bridesmaids dumped herself from your wedding. Now, what happened? Right. And then she so tried I- to sue you? What? Yes. What? So we went to Miami for my bachelorette, and we had such a great time, but I guess it didn't meet her expectations of, I guess, how great it was supposed to be. And so at the airport on the way back, she decided to start an argument saying, you know what, this, you know, I had a horrible time. I don't want to be a part of your wedding anymore. And I was like, are you serious? I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I didn't want to start an argument. She was a family friend, so it would get awkward. So I was like, whatever. I said, it's your choice. I'm not kicking you out. So, but the best part was when I got home the next day, she sent me a huge text message of a $2,000 thing that she sent that she wanted to sue me for. So she wanted to sue me for not having a good time, her vacation days that she wasted, sick days when she got back because she was so upset. Um, As far as bridal shower cookies, balloons, like literally every little dime. She added it all up. Oh my goodness. Yes. Now, what happened? And she said, I'm looking for a lawyer and I'm going to sue you. Now, what happened, though? What happened that weekend that was so bad that she would want to do something so stupid? I don't know. I mean, we went to strip clubs. We laid out on the beach, like everything you would do in Miami. And I guess it just wasn't fun enough for her. Oh, God. Well, isn't that funny, though, how, like I said, with the last caller with Monica, things work out for the better. You don't want her in your wedding. She sounds like she's a mess. no. I was, like, ready to hire security guards because I thought she was going to come to my house because she was threatening me over text messages. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, there's there's some deep problem there that we're not not trained to take care of. Cookies and balloons. I mean, I mean, and keep in mind, she's like thirty-four years old. Like, it's not like she's like you know in her twenties, where like she she's thirty-four years old. Get it together, sister. So, so how did it end up? Did you end up paying her money? So I wrote her a nice note, and I said. Those are things that you chose to do. You went to Miami, so I'm not paying you for that. I will give you back your bridal shower gift. I said, and if you don't want to be a part of my wedding, that's fine. And I left it at that. Did she come to your wedding? She did not. However, 
she was family friends with my grandmother, which started a big argument. My own grandmother almost didn't come to my wedding. Okay, well, mm. yeah. This, okay, this is too much drama This is here. what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm telling you right now, Seriously. Natalia, I'm telling you, Danielle, everyone listening, I'm going to go ahead and move ahead with this wedding thing, yeah. but at the first sign <laughs> of fire, I'm yes. evacuating the dance floor. I don't blame <laughs> yes. you. I'm out. Yes. Not going to yes. do it. Not going to deal with it. No, 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 no. My I'm day. I'm just going to eliminate the drama. Exactly. If, if, if it's drama with Alex, yeah. you know, we'll deal with it. But yeah, if it's yeah. drama with people that don't matter, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling the plug. It's yeah. just about you two. Just remember that. It is. Thank you, Natalia. Sorry you had <laughs> to go through that. God, see, the drama. It's supposed to be you're you're walking down the aisle together. It's you're supposed getting to be the happiest time of your life. <laughs> Listen to your laugh. <laughs> how evil is that? Hey, Nate, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing okay. So you were dumped from a wedding because the bride thought you were trying to make a move on her groom? Yes. Well, that's possible. I get that. I had made a comment that, you know, his his ass looked good in his tux. (laughs) And so she kicked you out of the wedding because you said his ass looked good in a tux? Yes, and that that part I don't understand. I didn't even want her dude. I already got my own dude, like for real. <laughs> I don't know, for real. And plus, um, she does she not realize that he likes girls? <laughs> he is marrying her. Like I don't understand. Exactly. That's that's what I was just trying to explain to her. Like he don't want me. I don't want him. So so why are you even doing this? Right. So so you wait. Hold on. So Nate, you were kicked out of the wedding, and you, that was it. Yeah, I was kicked out of the way, and that was it. Have you oh talked to gosh. them since then? Say that again? Yeah, uh, I, I spoke to her um, the day the day of the wedding. Now, are they still together, by the way? No. Yeah, see, they, there, oh, there you go. Oh, man. And you, yeah. So you, you kind of wonder why. I think she's... But, I mean, look, <laughs> right. if, if someone so came weird. up to me and said, hey, you're a man. His butt looks great in that tux. I would look and say, thank you. Yeah. Exactly. That's what she should have said. Come on. You know, she knows that butt's going home with her. Here's a quarter. Bounce it off his ass. Exactly. Well, I'll watch exactly. it. All right, Nate. Yeah, so she... Right, she congratulations. Well, thank you, buddy. And obviously, she she was having trouble way beyond you. You you were just a part of the, her problem. Yeah. Oh, she's still having trouble. So. Yeah, there Nate. You go. All right, Nate. You have a great day, man. Thanks for listening. Y'all too. Yeah. One more. I got Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hi. Listen to this. She kicked three people out of her wedding party. Three? Your sister, your brother-in-law, and a close friend. What happened? Okay, first of all, I'm freaking out right now. Hi. Why, Why are you Hi. freaking out? Why are you freaking out, Jackie? Because I've been listening to you guys since I was in middle school. Wow. So I'm like freaking out right now. Well, anyway, okay, well, look, sorry. look, we're honored to have you here, and now you're contributing to the show. Yeah. So you kicked three people out of your wedding party. That's a lot of people, Jackie. Yeah, and honestly, I know it's going to sound like I'm a total a-hole, but I was the easiest bride ever. I'm not even joking. Well, so what happened? So it was all pretty much like family politics. First, my one of my sisters, we got into a huge argument to the point where she really insulted my fiancé, who was a total sweetheart. So it got to the point where I had to make the decision, you know, like, if you're going to insult my marriage like that, I can't have you. Yeah. I can't have you in my wedding. Okay, sister so out. Then, okay, brother-in-law. Sister out. Brother-in-law, um, you know, you have to give in your measurements for your bridesmaid's dress and for your groomsman um, tuck. It was literally a day before, and he still had not given us 
his measurements. Oh, so, so he's lazy. He didn't yeah. understand you had things to do and plan. So out, brother-in-law. Right. You're lazy. Get yeah. Out. You weren't his priority, so. Then, so. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, I don't know. He's just like, oh, by the way, here are my measurements. So we're like, oh, I'm sorry. No, you can't. Bye. And then um, one of the good, one of my good friends, it was the same thing that it was about a week before. I still didn't have any measurements. So I had to tell him and his wife was supposed to be in it too. So I told him like, I'm sorry, it's not really the best time right now. You know, I still have your measurements. Like I can't really do anything about it. And then they didn't, they said that they understood, but then they didn't even show up. So well, but in the long run, you're without a sister, you're without a brother-in-law, and your close friends didn't show up. <laughs> Did you have a good wedding? Um, from what I remember, it was it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, from what you remember, it's a little yeah. a little foggy. <laughs> yeah, but it was ridiculous because the whole brother-in-law thing. So his mother actually didn't show up to the wedding because there was a problem, and his sister didn't show up either. Oh god, a lot of people oh didn't gosh. show up. They all forgetting that it was your wedding. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, Jackie, yeah. how are you doing? How's the marriage going? Um, it's good. We're almost a year in. Good. So yeah. we're doing good. All right. Good. It's hard work. It's hard work. It's not yeah. easy. I've heard. I've never done it, but yeah. I'm going to try my best. It's good. <laughs> You'll get there. All right, Jackie. Thank you so much, and have a great day. You too. Thanks Thank for you. calling Bye. in. Thanks for calling in. Seriously. I don't. I'm telling you right now. I, maybe eloping might be the best thing. If one, per, if one person messes with me, I'm I'm gonna burn the house down. I don't know, man. What's scary? After hearing this segment, uh, I couldn't be further from the altar. It's exactly. No for me, dog. Yeah. No, no. for me, dog. Thank you. Yeah, scary. but no for you, dog. With no. wedding in general, or no. if you no. ever did, you'd elope. Scary. You no. you weren't about to get married anyway. Yeah. So, so, I, so I mean, your your co- was, your comment really has it holds it was, no water. It was always a no for you, dog. It was always right. a no for you, dog. No matter what. You were out, dog. You were out. You were out. Ever since American Idol in 2006, you've been out. Stop out for me, dog. Elvis's personal Twitter account. Follow him now at Elvis Duran. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So I know you're addicted. Fortnite, you're not alone. You play it on your Samsung Galaxy Note 9. It's unbelievable. The graphics are amazing. It comes with 10,000 V-Bucks, an exclusive Fortnite skin just for you. If you want to give real phone gaming a shot, you can finally do it on the Samsung Note 9 at Samsung.com slash Galaxy Squad. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So tonight's the night. Woo! Danielle and Gandhi were live backstage at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. We'll have the pre-show starting at 10 o'clock East Coast time. That's tonight. Please don't be late. Please be dressed. Yes. No guarantees. <laughs> Last year, what happened? People showed up, and I think I had like half my underwear on. It wasn't good. How do you do that? I was running up. Like one leg in, no, one leg like out? The top part and the bottom part wasn't oh, on. That's right. Oh, what a show. Well, yeah. It added to the fun. So uh, be dressed for camera because we're also going to be on CWTV.com and the CW app. That's tonight, the iHeartRadio Music Festival. And tomorrow night, too, all the superstars. And we're bringing them to you. I did receive this from Gandhi. The 25 things you don't know about me. I could either read all of them at once, or I could just give you a few here and there. How do you want it? Uh, I think a few here and there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you wrote them. How do you, how do you want them? A few here and there. Sounds good. All right. Oh, by the way, you hear that sound? Oh, God. That's the sound of Froggy's chair. <laughs> Listen to this. Here we go. Hold on. Okay, let her hear the microphone stand. Listen oh, this is this. the best. Here we go. Listen, listen to this. 
homemade. I am still shocked they haven't fixed it. No. After no. all the stuff we've said about I don't, it. If they, okay, okay, okay. Wow. If, okay, hello. Hold on, I gotta put it back where it was. Hold on. Okay, we'll, we'll hold on. All right. Here's the okay. thing if they fixed it, we would bitch about it because we actually right. kind of love it. Right, I kind of like it. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. From the list, 25 things you don't know about me from Gandhi. Number one, Gandhi is my great-grandfather. Well, actually, great-great-grandfather. If you Google his family tree, you'll find me under his first son's branch. There you go. Yes, you will. Number two, I love my job. I'm thankful every day that I wake up happy to go to work. Every day. A lot of people would love that same feeling. Yeah, I think so. I'm like, I, I'm so blessed. It's, I know that sounds corny and people don't like to hear it, but I just feel so lucky every no, day. No, no, no. It's good. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who are living great lives, but they forget to remind themselves how great it is. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Number okay. three, I've gone skydiving, swimming with sharks, zip lining through the Sierra Madre, left Egypt two days before the Arab Spring. And still find the most terrifying thing to be the five minutes of stand-up comedy I was forced to do for one of my old shows. Yes. Really? Talk about it. Uh, it was awful. I mean, you we get in here and everyone's funny and you can kind of like play off of each other. But when you're standing on a stage alone, trying to tell a story with a punchline and make everybody laugh, that is mortifying. And I have so much respect for stand-up comedians. There you go. I think they're yeah. one of the greatest artists in the world. I, I happen to agree. I think stand-up yeah. comedy is oh. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're great. Yeah. Uh, number four, I'm really short with freakishly long arms. Freakishly. <laughs> you wouldn't notice if I didn't say it, but I bet my arms are as long as like Brody, Scary, anybody who's taller than me. Combined. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Did you know that about no, your sister? I didn't know that. I can reach and, all kinds of stuff. And you, you, you <laughs> glossed by this earlier, and I want to get deeper into this. I have an unhealthy obsession with Q-tips and dental floss. Oh, Is it all yeah. things from Johnson & Johnson? Basically. No, can you talk about it? Um, I love the feeling of a Q-tip in my ear, and I will do it seven times a day. But and you I've don't been push told, it too in, too far, right? I've, I've injured myself a couple Aww. times. I've gotten to a you're, bad place. You've what? I've injured my ear. Oh, injured. Yeah. I thought you said entered. What? <laughs> I mean, You have an thing. orgasm. Yes, absolutely. Nate loves them, too. He loves do you? Q-tips. I keep Q-tips on my coffee table. That's a little weird. <laughs> Used ones. <laughs> no, they're... Even weirder. <laughs> I'm going to give you a few more, because I'm having fun with these. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. I've been in an Enzite commercial. What's Enzite? Enzite is a male enhancement drug. <laughs> oh, my really? A, oh, yes. It's a male enhancement <laughs> supplement. Fun fact, the male lead in that commercial was none other than Maxwell. Yes. Our Maxwell? Your Maxwell. He, he works here at Z100? He was the guy who wasn't working. And then I, we swept in like, hey, I'm so glad that it's all good now. No, wait. Was it television or was it, it radio? Was TV. <laughs> Oh. He's actually looking in the mirror like, man, I wish things were okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Our I love Maxwell. I've always, always adored him. He, now I love him even he's more. He's going to hate you for that one. <laughs> he knows he did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Kathleen, do we have it? We, we have to post that. Oh, it's so funny. I wouldn't mind yeah. buying some insights. Like, do you have a problem? We'll solve it. These uh, are from the list. <laughs> 25 things you don't know about me by our new sister, Gandhi. Number seven. Sometimes I sing so loudly in the shower, it makes me lightheaded, and I have to sit down. Yep. I also love lying down in the shower in general. Sometimes I fall asleep. Yep. Do you really? I do. My sister gets so worried about me. She's actually, we used to live together. She would come knock and be like, are you awake? Fun fact, I was not. But eventually the water goes cold and I wake up. Before you drown. Before I drown. That's good. Number eight from Gandhi. 
In college, my apartment building was burned down by a neighbor trying to cover up the murder of another neighbor. Talk about that. That was amazing. Um, it was actually horrible. So one of my neighbors used to just let like drifters stay with him. He was a nice old guy, I think. I don't know. And one of the guys that he let stayed with him robbed him, killed him, set the apartment on fire to cover it up, burn the whole building down. Wow. Oh, yes. my gosh. My dad was visiting at the time, and he's like, this is why you can't be trusted alone. Like, I didn't set the fire or murder someone. You didn't do anything. You just sat there. Number nine, I totally believe in ghosts and aliens, and nobody will ever be able to talk me out of that. Oh, and did something happen to you that you you saw, you experienced? Nope. I just believe in them. Okay. (laughs) No. And number 10, finally uh, today, then I'll give you 15 more uh, later. (laughs) I never kill bugs. I catch them and take them outside. Always. Some have accidentally lost limbs in the process. (laughs) They may have been better off dead. Yeah, I always feel bad about that one. Like, sorry about your leg. I really tried. Had you not struggled, it would have been fine. Nate knows how to remove bodies. I don't. Wow, look at you. (laughs) I like how you're trying to guilt the bug. It's your fault. You're a bug. Why were you running? I was just trying to put a cup on top of you and you lost a leg. <laughs> Only at Gandhi's house would a centipede be a 47 peed. Yes. <laughs> anyway. But I agree with that because what if that bug has a family? Well, what if that bug is a mommy bug and the other and the baby bugs are looking for her? And they're not nursing. That's right. the exact reason I is think about why? their families. Yeah. I'm like, maybe this bug was just out doing its daily job. I happen to be the same way. I'm, I, I cannot kill bugs. No. no. Can't I can't. I'm, ants are difficult. I mean, I can't get ants outside. Anyway, uh, I mean, how do you corral an ant and get it outside? Yeah. I live on the you know, 18th floor or whatever. It's like, okay, fly, little ant. <laughs> Put a cup on top, paper underneath. Hello, Dominic. Hi, good morning. Good morning. morning. Say good morning to our new sister, Gandhi. Hi, Gandhi. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dominic. So you have a, an unhealthy obsession over Q-tips as well? I definitely use Q-tips on my ears for no reason at all besides the fact that it just feels good. Yeah. Is it like scratching that itch, or is it you just love that little pad of... of It's like scratching that itch, like every now and then I'll just get a feeling in my ear where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go clean my ear out right now just to get a Q-tip in there, just get that feeling going for a few seconds. Well, you know what? Let's hear for people who use Q-tips. Here, here. The cleaner your ears, the louder we sound, and Mm -hmm. it's all good for ratings. Uh, All right, well, look, thank you, Dominic. And uh, so far, Gandhi, so good? Gandhi's awesome so far. So glad to have a new person on the show again. Yeah, me too. I know. You're getting tired of us. I was getting tired of us. I'm so (laughs) glad we have her here. Thank you, Dominic. Have a safe drive. And there you go. Yeah. See, there's 15 more. I wish I could get to them. We will. Hey, it's Froggy here to tell you about Make It Count, the new rewards program fueled by Marathon. You can earn discount points on gas, hotels, or airfare. You can even use your rewards points to help support the environment. Earn points every single time you fill up or make select purchases at a Marathon station. Visit milesidemeeting.com to sign up today. Make It Count is great for families like mine because, well, we're always driving somewhere and I'm always stopping to get gas. Think of how many points I'll earn just by one trip driving to Gainesville to watch my Gators play this football season. Marathon knows that the miles that you travel really do have meaning. When the family's in the car, you got to check out MilesHaveMeaning.com. Sign up and check out all the games they have for you to play. Tons of road games. You don't hear Are We There Yet? No, you're having so much fun playing games, it makes the car ride go by much faster. Don't miss your chance to earn discounts on gas, hotels, airfare, and more. Sign up for Make It Count Rewards fueled by Marathon and earn 20 cents per gallon off your first fill-up. To join, go to MilesHaveMeaning.com and click on the Make It Count tile. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. As you know, we live, love, 
snort podcasts around here. In one of those popular podcasts, uh, the genre anyway, for us and for a lot of people listening, the true crime podcasts. I know, um, turn on uh, Kathleen's mic. I know you were into cereal, oh, like the granddaddy of them all. That's right? the one that really got me hooked. But now you have podcasts other than cereal, which just got renewed for season three, by the right. way. Uh, My Favorite Murder. Those girls are great. They quit their day jobs because they're just podcasting about true crime all day. Does it give you ideas on how to kill your husband? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's web girl Kathleen, always into them. Of course, Straight Nate is into uh, Dr. Death. Dr. Death, oh my God. Okay. I can't believe that happened. Okay, we have another one. And now, finally, someone we know is doing this one. Dylan Howard, a friend of our show, he's been to our Christmas yeah. parties. Plus. I know. <laughs> and still came back. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd been I to, survived. I thought you'd been to four of them, but I was just seeing, <laughs> I was seeing double. Because we get pretty effed oh up. Gosh. By the way, before we get going, uh, tell Gandhi about what to expect at this year's Christmas party. Yes, uh, I don't think I can say it on here. <laughs> oh, I was sworn to secrecy. I signed a confidentiality agreement when I walked in the door. What you know, place is this? Dylan has seen all sorts of things. <laughs> We've seen Dylan too. So don't get started. All right. So you're the narrator and executive producer of Fatal Voyage, The Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood. Who's Natalie Wood? Well, you know, the actress. Yeah. I was obsessed with the story when she fell off the boat back in the day. I read everything there was you're on this thing. You're keeping up your age. Yeah, then. I know. No, That's okay. What date, what date did this happen? This happened in 1981. And now here it is, 2018, 19 almost. And we're still fascinated with trying to figure out who did it because they have not really come to that conclusion. No, and it's an active police investigation. So, yeah, in 2011, the cops reopened the case. Last year, they declared her husband at the time, one of the four people on the boat, Robert Wagner, a person of interest in the case. A huge star, mm, yeah. Hollywood huge star. Huge star. Take us back to that night. Okay, so consider this for a moment first. Let's put this in context. If Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie went away on a boat with George Clooney, and Angelina Jolie fell off the back of a boat and drowned, it would be the biggest story the world has ever seen. Yeah. yeah. That's the equivalent of Natalie Wood. That was her star power back in the day. She was a child star born into Hollywood royalty. She was a Oscar-nominated and Oscar winner. Uh, she was the star of Miracle on 34th Street. She was the biggest name in Hollywood. And in 1981, on Thanksgiving weekend, somehow she was found... In the water, drowned. So are we assuming that all these stars were on the boat, like doing a lot of blow, drinking a lot of booze? They've admitted so- to doing quaaludes. Okay. Oh. oh. Hard to swim on quaaludes. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they, Gandhi obviously knows quaaludes very well. Yes. Yes, yes. I've heard a lot about they these They were things. drinking heavily. Right. They've admitted yeah. that. And there was some sort of violent incident on the boat. Christopher Walken was on the boat as well. Another he's, one. Yeah, just throw yeah. that in there. More cowbell. Yeah. So he's he's playing the role of George Clooney okay. in this fictitious uh, scenario that we're talking about. Uh, and then there was the boat captain. Now, the boat captain has come forward and claimed that Robert Wagner orchestrated a giant cover-up, that he actually was responsible for her death, that he was the one... Uh, who told them to stick to a story. And the story was, in the middle of the night, she decided to get up out of the room, try and get in a dinghy off the boat, and all of a sudden she was found drowned. 
The boat captain went along with that story, but has since changed his story and said that he was coerced into telling a certain version of events. So the version, his version now is they killed her, then someone killed her and pushed her overboard. So in this podcast, he actually describes the moment. He Talk says he walked out onto the back of the boat. There was the swim step at the back of the boat and Robert Wagner was there. He was the last line of defense between the boat and the water. And he says that Robert Wagner said to him, Natalie's gone, Natalie's gone. But here's the thing. For two hours, they didn't call for help. They never called the U.S. Coast Guard. They didn't have cell phones. <laughs> Hello. It's like a radio situation. <laughs> you know, like this. I'm trying, I'm trying to defend Robert Wagner. <laughs> so, but how's this? The boat captain says that Robert Wagner says to him, let's not call for help just yet. Let's have a drink. Which we all like to have a drink, but no, instead they were drinking whiskey. Who would do that after someone? Your wife? They, they didn't. They didn't find the body quite yet, had they? They didn't find the body for six hours. She was just gone. Well, there's no Natalie Wood. So if let's she, have a cocktail. If she oh was gosh. unconscious before she went overboard, obviously she couldn't have been saved. If she fell overboard and drowned and was conscious, and they didn't call for help, she could have been saved. It's a tragic story. I, I think I was eight or nine when this came out, and this was the first celebrity scandal thing that I became obsessed with. And I always thought he pushed her off the damn boat. Always. He 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 denies that there was anything untoward, but the police believe now that there was foul play involved. Uh, they say she was the victim of an assault, and they believe she was unconscious before she went overboard. Now, this is fascinating in so many ways because the coroner at the time is a guy called Thomas Noguchi. He investigated Marilyn Monroe's death. He was involved in the autopsy of Bobby Kennedy. He was involved in uh, other major Hollywood superstars. And then he got this particular case. He never looked under her fingernails for scratches or abrasions or, or any evidence like that. He immediately shut the investigation down and said, nothing untoward here. And one of the things we explore in this case was, was there political pressure to the LA County uh, coroner's office from the highest office in the land? The president, Ronald Reagan at the time, who was friends with Robert Wagner. Oh, no. Yes. Are you kidding me? Marilyn was murdered because of all the presidents that she slept with. Come on. We all love a conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> Did she well, sleep John with? John F. Kennedy, you know, she slept with him and everyone else in the yeah. whatever. More than right. us. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. hey, but wait, Donald Trump. Okay, just, okay, I have a question for you. Dylan. By the way, Dylan Howard is here, uh, the narrator, executive producer of Fatal Voyage: The Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood, the newest podcast you're going to be you're going to be clinging on to. How would clinging this, on? I get that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How would this be different if had this happened today versus back in 1983? Right, 81. 81. How would it be different today? We'd be talking about this now, and there would be a then, demand for answers. There was a story back then, but it wasn't. There was no demand for answers. It was like, oh, this is what happened. Okay, move on. So we talked to Natalie Wood's sister in all of this, Lana Wood, who is a former Bond girl, um, an actress. She has wanted answers for 37 years. She believes Robert Wagner is responsible. He's cut her out of uh, her life. Um, she is the only one really with the, the candle still lit to try and find answers for this. And in the episode that hits uh, this week, she actually confronts Robert Wagner face-to-face -face and demands 
him to acknowledge that he was responsible for her sister's death. Wow, that must have been a fun moment. Uh, it was not a particularly fun moment for him, and it was a very emotional moment for her. Um, he accuses her of trying to profiteer off her sister's death. She obviously denies that. Um, but the interesting thing about this is Robert Wagner hasn't answered police questions. They've gone to him no less than eight times and even flew to his home in Aspen, Colorado, which sounds like a little junket for the police. Um, but they asked him to answer questions and he won't answer their questions. He says he's cooperated to the full extent that he needs to. So with that in mind, given he won't answer questions of the police, he wouldn't answer Lana Wood's questions. In the final chapter of Fatal Voyage, The Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood, we confront him. We go face to face with him and ask him, did he murder Natalie Wood? Well, oh, my God. Your pulse must race. Yeah. <laughs> it How wasn't me. <laughs> He is 80, He's in his late 80s, and I think that's the thing, that cops fear that if they don't try and get answers now, they're never going to be able to get answers. He and Christopher Walken are ageing. The boat captain is ageing. The time to try and prosecute this case is now, but I don't, and I say this in the podcast, I don't think that we will ever see this in a court of law because I don't think any prosecutor is going to take on a 37-year circumstantial evidence case. Okay, so you are talking about is basically the Brad Pitt and George Clooney of the time, right? So now you're investigating, you're kind of diving deep with the police in Hollywood. What kind of backlash are you getting from that? Are you blacklisted? Like, how does Do that work? Hate you? Yeah. I, I'm blacklisted all the time. Because <laughs> you're, you're still invited to our Christmas party. Yeah, I know, but again, <laughs> I signed the confidentiality agreement. Who doesn't talk to you? Uh, in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I work for a company that produces uh, 13 celebrity weeklies every week. So. Oh, oh I have a about that yes yes uh, yes danielle has a question okay magazine like you do us weekly do what like in touch closer stuff some of these do less what do i want to say um less uh fact checking than others how which magazines fact check more we all fact check the same amount. Really? Mm. Yeah. You're such a liar. <laughs> no, don't get, don't get call me a liar. Really? Yeah. Oh I mean, God, the, you call to be honest. A liar. That's so <laughs> weird. I would oh, say... I thought you were saying I'm going to get sued. No. I get sued all the time. Oh. But now if well, you fact check, how can you get insurance. sued? Well, it, people think that the facts that you got, that you checked, aren't right. I mean, oh. they can still try to sue you. But, but back to your question, Gandhi, which also ties in with your question, yeah. Danielle. Like... Are people? Do you actually have people shutting the doors in your face when you're trying to get answers for things like this? And and so well, with your other business you're doing in Hollywood, do you find that when you're snooping around Robert Wagner's garden, do you find that people are like, well, I'm not going to help you with any of my clients. You're, well, you're I, a jerk. I don't, I don't really snoop around gardens, and I'm not a jerk, and I'm not a liar. Well, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, a jerk the you're a jerky, lying garden sniffer. <laughs> um, listen, our business is to uncover truths in Hollywood, and a couple of years ago, we discovered that Charlie Sheen was HIV positive, which would have been a, a really salacious and juicy story. But I said, let's not publish it. Because at that time, it was just his personal medical condition. I didn't think it was relevant. I didn't think anyone really needed to know that. But as time went by, we discovered that he was purposefully um, having unprotected sex with people and not uh, telling them about I mean, his HIV status. That's and I said, not, yeah. now it's a new story. And we worked two and a half years on that story to prove it. How do you decide like what is okay to put out there and what like you're like ah this is i just feel bad i can't talk about that. well we all have emotions yeah me more so than most 
<laughs> Truly, I do. Okay. <laughs> I, but I had to say, Dylan, since we started talking about Fatal Voyage, the mysterious death of Natalie Wood, your podcast, you've only given us this one scenario. Well, Robert Wagner was on the step, and obviously you make us feel like, and I feel like, that you're thinking he's the one who did this. Are there other theories of what could have happened that you there are. almost so Robert, buy into? No, Robert Wagner's suggestion is that she decided she wanted to get up, um, heard the dinghy knocking against the side of their boat, the Splendor, and that she wanted to tie it. That's his version of events. The problem with that story is that Natalie Wood had a morbid fear of water. And I know that because I found her unpublished memoir uh, as part of this investigation. And in that, she describes her fear of water. Is it plausible to think that Natalie Wood, in the middle of the night with a morbid fear of water, would get up and try and tie a dinghy in a nightgown? I have the mortal fear of dinghies. <laughs> but is it okay. strange that she would even be on a boat if she had this mortal fear of water? No, she would often go on the boat. Okay. This was Robert Wagner's personal yacht, and yeah, they would often go to Catalina Ooh. Island. But it, it, it begs a question. Um, do you believe Robert Wagner's version of events? Certainly, at the time, police did. The problem for Robert Wagner is he's changed his story. He originally said that there was no fight on board. Then he said there was a fight on board, and he broke a, a wine bottle in the hours before she was discovered. So there are credibility questions over his version of events, but then again, there are credibility questions over the boat captain who was high on quaaludes. Um, I think that's what makes this story all the more fascinating is that there is no answer to the ultimate question. Did she fall off the back of the boat? If she didn't, how did she get into the water? Um, Was it murder? These are questions that for now 37 years have remained unanswered, and that's why it's captivating everyone, even to a new audience. So in a true crime podcast, uh, of course, we can't go and we won't go as deep as you do on the podcast. You cover all angles. You you represent every witness Uh, every witness's account that you can. And so that's the beautiful part about this podcast, Dylan, is it we get to try to put the pieces together. And that's why people are fascinated with these podcasts. They're real-time investigations, and it's a different way to tell a story. Words, perhaps on paper, aren't as interesting as a real-time exploration of the evidence. And in this podcast, we shoot down some theories. One theory from an author is that that an earlobe was found on the boat and that her earring, (laughs) her ear, had uh, been torn apart in a violent confrontation. We knocked that down. Um, We analyse Robert Wagner's past interviews using the psychological stress examination tool, which is used by law enforcement, to detect whether there was deception in someone when they give an interview. And... We have those findings in the final chapter, and they're illuminating to think that certain things might have been covered up. Wow. Again, Dylan Howard's uh, not only the narrator. He put this entire thing together with an incredible staff, I'm assuming. Uh, The Fatal Voyage, Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood. Uh, What other podcasts are you working on? Because obviously you're having a fantastic time doing this. And so are you sort of addicted Hmm. in the whole thing? Well, I hear there's a big news story coming up in Hollywood soon. It might be a uh, radio disc jockey's wedding. And we might be oh, serializing no. that as a podcast. On top of the scandal. Yeah, oh, how exciting. Mysteries gonna... and scandals of Elvis's wedding <laughs> coming right. up on the next. Think... Hopefully it's not a fatal voyage. So you should confront <laughs> OJ next. OJ's an interesting one. Um, you know, we have a slate of a number of different podcasts we're working on. These true crime ones really resonate with people. Why John Benet Ramsey. John Benet Ramsey is one that oh, yeah. still to this very day fascinates me. Why are we so me. into these? I mean, that's why I, the unanswered Discovery question. Identity, Identity on Discovery ID. Channel, whatever. Discovery I ID. Discovery. That thing is huge. I mean, all of these 
yeah. these stories and these podcasts now are huge. Why do you think that is? I think it is, um, it's almost like a soap opera, right? People used to watch soaps every day. That was their entertainment. News is now entertainment. People get sucked into a story and a topic, and it has more twists and turns than a Hitchcock thriller, any particular story. John Benet Ramsey, that's one we're going to tackle. Jodie Arias, Ooh. what pushed her to kill uh, Travis, her fiancé? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a crazy one. The uh, Casey Anthony in Florida is another huge story. Um, everyone suspects that she was the culprit and the murderer of her daughter, but she was found not guilty. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, what pushed an NFL superstar to commit two murders, and were there potentially other murders that he committed? I would like to know more about that. I mean, we, so I, I can, I'll can i tell you a little scoop here. Okay, go ahead. I have interviewed, and this is coming out shortly in a television series, which will be announced shortly, uh, I've interviewed his gay jailhouse lover, Mm -hmm. the man who shared a cell with him in the final days of his life. And he makes a stunning confession that he says Aaron told him behind bars. Wow. That will make people want to find answers about something. Have any of these cases been solved through the podcasts and what they have revealed? Well, I think the most famous one was the TV series Making a Murderer. And yeah. Stephen Avery on Netflix, and that made everyone question whether or not he was guilty. Now, he's still inside, but there are plausible theories that have given him rise to a new defense. Wow. Um, you, all these cases now are getting reinvented, like Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson. Scott Peterson is appealing his death row conviction for murdering his wife and their unborn child. Um, there are interesting stories to be told there, too. What about like Big and Tupac, more Hollywood stuff? Yeah, no, that came out recently. That was really good. I mean, there was a TV show on that, and I think that is also one of the evergreen stories, right? We don't have the full answers as to who was responsible for the deaths. And in all of this, you never get any threats. There are no celebrities. I get threats all the, the door time. In your face. Yeah, I get threats all the time. Charlie Sheen threatened to kill me. So oh, what happens with cool. that? Cool. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, you don't have the energy to kill me. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, look, he's still alive. It yeah. obviously worked. There you are. <laughs> what was that one podcast you were telling me about? Uh, it's This sounds awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I love a good conspiracy theory. Yes. Um, would it shock you if I said that Woody Harrelson's dad uh, was a CIA informant who was jailed, was a mob hit man, and once confessed to killing JFK? Well, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. I'll tell you why. Because yeah. he was actually painted to be kind of a scoundrel, yeah. Yeah. drug, drug yeah. out he was guy. Involved, but he was also a CIA informant um, and behind bars confessed to killing JFK. Why would someone do that? You must be a narcissist if you didn't. Wow. Um, but that's what something we're trying to find the answers to. And interesting that Woody Harrelson went on to play LBJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was a great movie. Yeah, I just saw it the other night, finally. Look, we're oh, so intrigued. I have so many more questions. Now, this is like throwing my <laughs> like, heart rhythm off. Right? Where's Natalie? Where's the boat? The, the, how's this? The boat <laughs> is in Hawaii. The guy that owned it recently died after a short illness. It's for sale. How much money do you think that boat is for sale? I, in front I'm of, not no. getting any commission well, on this. It's an old yacht from the 80s, and it wasn't that huge of a yacht. But it's, a, it's a monumental <laughs> news yes, event. She's oh, got please. on that boat. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's over a half million dollars for that thing. $7,500. Well, yeah. Well, well, well. No, Daddy, I'm not going to buy Daddy. the murder yacht. Daddy, can we buy it? No, what we'll do is we can take tours in Catalina. Not- Come aboard Natalie's death yacht. Why do I want to go? In- if I get free loads for the ride, <laughs> I'm in. 
<laughs> oh my god! Durand buys Natalie Wood's death boat. <laughs> yeah, the, the front page of the tabloids. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's going to buy that yacht because of what happened on it. They're going to buy it for what it's worth. And a yacht from that from that era it's is worth nothing. nothing. If you got pushed much. off the boat, it would be worth even more. <laughs> well, that could be the honeymoon. You have to pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where do I find uh, the uh, Fatal Voyage: The Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere where you like to get your podcast, including iHeartRadio. Heart oh, good. Oh, then, good. so you get it at iHeartRadio. Heart Radio. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan Howard, friend of the show, partier at our Christmas parties. Woo, maybe next hi. year, maybe this Christmas party, someone will die. <laughs> <laughs> Who pushed me over? <laughs> and why? We're actually falling over. <laughs> anyway, Dylan Howard, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you, guys. Miss part of today's show? Stuff gets awkward real quick. Open the iHeartRadio app and hear everything you missed with Elvis Duran On Demand. It grows like six inches in three hours. Full versions of every show posted every day. Just search Elvis Duran On Demand only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 23andMe and iHeartRadio. We're using the power of music to bring people together to celebrate Peace Day. Join me along with today's top music artist in celebrating a more connected world and sharing acts of peace using hashtag Peace Day. And together, we'll create peace. I want to say I love you. I found you guys five years ago. Y'all rock. Well, thank you. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All the festive people are landing at Las Vegas International Airport. What do you think breaking Yuri's doing? Nothing. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival kicks off tonight. It's tonight, tomorrow. And don't forget the daytime stage tomorrow at Las Vegas Festival Grounds. This is, I think, my favorite part. It's Daylight, Logic, Dua Lipa, Five Seconds of Summer, Bozzy, our own Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. Woo! Scary and Froggy are hosting at the Elvis Duran VIP suite. We have to stop by and see if the vomit lady's coming by. Yes. <laughs> did you hear about this? I did not. No I intruders. Wait. No trespassers. Several years ago, we were all hosting in our suite, and some very inebriated woman was oh. not doing well. So they opened our doors and said, do you have air conditioning? We said, yeah. They oh. pushed her in our in our party, and it she was, vomited on everyone. No. no. And now she's forever the vomit lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like my worst the ventilation nightmare. system. It, 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 it's oh. a long story. Uh, anyway, so it's quite the weekend. Make sure you're following at iHeartRadio.com and ElvisDuran.com, and follow us all on social because we're taking pictures with the stars, and we want you to join us. Listen tonight at 10 o'clock as we take you backstage. We're live in Vegas. Alright, we have a lot to discuss here before we get this phone tap rolling. A lot of things to explain. Let me read the letter to you first. Dear Elvis, my mom had big trouble with a couple of foreigners who used to rent out her basement apartment. Oh, boy. They destroyed the place and suddenly moved out without telling anyone. They'd been behind on their rent for months and recently had the nerve to be in touch with me looking to move back in. <laughs> well, my mom has been waiting to give them a piece of her mind. Wait till you hear this mom, by the way. This comes to us from Michael. All right, a couple things you need to know. Michael's going to start the call with his, his mom... And tells her that Harold, one of the renters, has contacted him yet again. Then she proceeds to take matters into her own hands. Harold is played by our own Scary Jones. <laughs> we told Scary, do one of your new phone taps where you use a new voice. So he auditioned different voices, and unfortunately, this is the one they chose for him to use. <laughs> Let's listen into today's phone tap. Oh. Hey. Huh? Why'd you give that guy my my number, the guy Harold? What guy? The, the guys that were downstairs. He's a friggin' liar. You had to give it to him. I, I don't understand how 
we got mine. Do you, don't right, you understand? So you got, well, now he wants money back from me. Money back? Yeah, whatever he was talking to you about the other day. But I don't want to deal with these guys. You deal with them now. All right, let me call him. Well, you deal with him. Give him whatever he's got to, you got to give him. Okay. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hello? Did you just call my son? Yeah. For what? I figured maybe he could um, get me... You the... want money back from him? Money back for what? Um, no, we left it a deposit there. and You uh... left nothing. You, left... you got some friggin' nerve, let me tell you. A deposit? The mess you left, the garbage you left, and all this shit and furniture that was no good, bikes outside, clogging my pipes and then hammering them and breaking the pipes. Uh, you messed up inside like uh, ridiculous. You want money, which you never even gave a deposit? You said you'd reimburse us the cost of the replacement carpet after we had the flood, and you never you did. You didn't even have carpets. I had new carpeting when you moved in, and then you threw that out before we ever got a flood. You know, you think you're smart, but you're not very smart. Well, we can let bygones be bygones. The only thing we're asking is if you'd let us rent the apartment from you once again. Oh, really? Yeah. You got some friggin' nerve. You know, I think you're a nut. I'm not giving you nothing, and I wouldn't give it to you if you stood on your head. Do we have a deal or no deal? What What are you talking about? What deal? What are you, out of your friggin' mind? This is my house, not your house. We paid our rent on time when we were we were very good and loyal tenants to you. Really, you crooks. You are how many guys here? And using my gas, my electric, my cable, my heat, my hot water. And you got the friggin' nerve to say you were royal and, uh, get the hell out of here. Your equipment was weak. The heater broke and there was a flood. Your flo head is weak. And hot water is cheap, ma'am. Uh, it's, it, how you much? You know it's cheap because you didn't have to pay for it. Sure it was cheap. Well, I, I just, you know, I thought maybe we could reconcile our differences. I know you weren't very happy with us. What I have my uh, brother Consuelo, who Consuelo, uh, who, okay, who needs a home. Yeah, all right. When it's available, I'll call you. We'll make Don't it call me, I'll call you. Let's make it available now. Can we do that? Yeah, what are we going to do, kill the guy? Tell him he has to leave. Evict him. Why would I want to do a thing like that for a jerk like you? I'm not a jerk. I'm well, you're not very smart. Let me tell you something. We want to put some partitions, some walls up, and we could separate the apartment. And Oh, uh, yeah, okay. We'll rent it out to seven or eight different tenants. How does that oh, sound? that's perfect. Oh, yeah, okay, seven or eight. Michael, where the hell are you? We'll make you... can deal with this guy. We'll make you a lot of money, Mrs. Laborda. This is not your house. It's my house. This is, uh... And you want to make money on my house? Get out of here. Go get your mother's house. Leave me alone. I don't want you here. I don't like your voice. It's giving me a headache. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't like your voice. What? And even if I had this apartment available just for your voice, I wouldn't... Well, you got to be nuts that I would even think of giving you the apartment. First, you want it for you, then you want to sublet it. What are you, stupid or what? We'll pay you a point each month. How about that? I'll give you... Get out of here with your points. You know what you could do with your points? You're a businesswoman, and you're a... No, I'm no businesswoman. You're a lonely old woman who needs That's money. That's all I am, and I don't need anything, especially from you. I have seven brothers coming from Mexico who will pay top dollar to live in that apartment. How are they getting here anyway? It's against 
four. They're not allowed to come here anymore. Um, they built a raft. Oh, did they? They built a raft? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I need shelter for them. I don't want to hear you no more. Leave me alone. Can we move in with you? Michael, will you speak? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you're still here. Will you tell him to get off my phone? All right, I'll tell you what. How about we all call it a day and phone tap you? You friggin' idiot. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Laborda. What? My name is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran, The Morning Show. <laughs> You're on the radio. Mm. Your son wanted to play a joke on you. Oh, I'm going to get even with him. The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So I know you're addicted Fortnite. You're not alone, but you play it on your Samsung Galaxy Note 9. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't trust any phone other than the Galaxy Note 9 for Fortnite. The graphics are amazing, and you need an unstoppable battery, and that's what this phone's all about. It comes with 10,000 V-Bucks, an exclusive Fortnite skin just for you. If you want to give real phone gaming a shot, you can finally do it on the Samsung Note 9 at samsung.com slash galaxy squad. 21 Days of Beauty is back at Ulta Beauty. And if you're anything like me, you've already completely cleared your calendar because this event ends September 22nd. I mean, it's 21 days of one-day-only beauty steals of 50% off my favorite brands like Tarte, Anastasia, and more. That's 21 chances to explore all of your beautiful possibilities. So cancel all your other plans and hurry in every day until 21 Days of Beauty ends on September 22nd. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. You're on the list for Macy's VIP sale. Use your Macy's card or savings pass and take an extra 15% off beauty purchases. Discover new skincare and makeup trends from Estee Lauder, Lancome, Clinique, MAC, Urban Decay, and others. Find your favorite fragrances. Calvin Klein Eternity, Hugo Boss, Juicy Couture, and more. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards members can now start earning towards star money. Ask your store associate or get details at macy's.com slash star money. So tonight, we are taking you live backstage at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, Las Vegas, 10 o'clock East Coast time, right here. We have the interviews all set up. We're going to talk to some of the superstars. I can't wait. You've never been to one, Gandhi. No, and this is like a big welcome, this one. Actually, and Danielle, maybe you'll back me up on this. This kind of sucks. Your first time at the iHeartRadio Music Festival, and we're making you work. Yeah, I think we have to let her go and have some fun. No, I find nothing sucky about this. I'm super stoked. <laughs> so I'll be there with Danielle and Gandhi, Scary, Froggy, Nate. Nate? What's he going to do? Oh, great. We're going to have someone running out on stage and telling Mariah to wrap it That's up. Right. He's going to be telling us, let's go. We don't uh, have time for this. We're crap. running behind. Live stream is uh, tonight at 10 o'clock, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock East Coast time. Uh, and then the show starts actually at 10.30 East Coast time, 7.30 Pacific. You can watch it on CWTV.com and the CW app. You might know Elvis from his radio show, or you may know him from our studio. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. And 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 in the Morning Show. 